All right, welcome to Teachers in the Middle. My name is Maggie Simeone, and I'm a sixth grade English language arts teacher in Waltham Public School. And I'm really excited to be talking with some fellow middle grade teachers about creativity with multimedia. And I am Darcy Dryley. I am a seventh grade science teacher at Londonderry Middle School. And I am Mariah Dolan. I am a seventh grade special education teacher at Marlboro Public Schools. Our first portion of the Teachers in the Middle podcast, we are going to go over creativity with multimedia from the teacher perspective. So this is Darcy speaking, and recently I have tried out Pear Deck with my students. And from a teacher perspective, I really love the creativity I've been able to have when upgrading and enhancing the slides I've always been using with my students and creating opportunities for them to engage further in their learning and for me to be able to engage with them as well and assess their understanding from different perspectives. And Maggie, I know you've tried that out as well. How do you feel about Paradox? Yeah, I really agree. And I like how you mentioned that it's sort of a good upgrade to Google Slides, which I've been using Google Slides for a lot of my career. And this is just, um, Pear Deck enables me a great way to get sort of in the moment feedback that otherwise I couldn't get. Um, I know in my ELA class, for quick um, story responses to text. So students will sort of answer a prompt on the screen. And it's a really nice way to hear all voices and collect a lot of different responses about a text. And I also really like that Pear Deck, um, the answers are anonymous. So like at, when you display them um, so that students can sort of see what other kids are saying uh, without necessarily revealing their identity. So I think it helps some of my more quiet speakers feel comfortable sharing and sort of helps us to collaborate to build ideas. Um, so I've really been enjoying that for these sort of quick little reading responses and for gauging students' understanding of the story. Um, it's definitely an upgrade to my Google Slides as well. Uh, Mariah, what about you? Have you used Pear Deck at all with students? So I have a lot of Google Slides. I tried converting one to a Pear Deck lesson. I haven't been able to use it with students yet, but it sounds like it's going to be really useful and I'm really excited to use it um, in the next couple weeks. Uh, another tool that I've been using that I think is really good for teacher creativity is Adobe Spark Video. So this allows you to create videos with text, pictures, captions, transitions, music, all different things to really create engaging videos for your students to watch and to provide some instruction for them. Yeah, I also was using Adobe Spark Video earlier this month. I was, you know, just recently learned about it. And one thing that I've been doing is building this library of book teasers with it. So it's just a really short and effective way for me to preview a book. And um, I'm putting them in our sort of um, our Google slides library and so when students want to preview a book they click on it and it takes them to the adobe spark video and they've really been enjoying the the effects that you can sort of build in with the video they like the music and they like the watching the transitions um, a few kids have started asking me if they can use it so i'm really excited as a teacher to be able to build my old, own content but i'm also excited to teach students how to use adobe spark video as well 
And then um, for the science perspective, I've also kind of used Adobe Spark. And I took, once again, one of my old Google Slides presentations. And for Adobe Spark, I did something with my students on claim evidence reasoning and focusing on Cheryl's She Shed from the State Farm commercial. And I was able to take clips from the commercial, upload it into Adobe Spark, and then relate it to claim evidence and reasoning in science. So students could show what exactly is happening, why they think it's happening. And from myself, just going through and adding in the different clips, it was really cool to be able to teach it that way and not just do my straightforward, usual slideshow that they would just sit and watch. So it was a really cool way to show my own creativity, but also to get them engaged in a new way. Yeah. Have any of you ever used Adobe Spark Video, um, not with students, like with other adults or sort of to show content to parents? I, I haven't myself, but it does seem like the video is being pretty high quality and like the content looks good. So it does seem like a tool you could use to like share with other people as well. Yeah, I would definitely agree. Like for our school district, since we are in person, we couldn't offer the usual back to school night that we would typically have. So I used Adobe Spark to take each teacher. They did an introduction. I used Bitmojis and threw those in there to kind of give a little personality of who we are as a team. But we shared it with our administrators. We were able to share it with all of the parents through YouTube. Um, so it was a really cool way to have that personal feel still so parents could get an idea of who their kids are working with this year, but also be able to see you know, some nice transitions too and not just some plain introductory back to school night. So it was really cool and official looking for everyone who was watching it. That sounds awesome. I don't know if we're doing a back to school night, but I'm definitely gonna borrow that idea if we do. All right, so for the second portion of the Teachers in the Middle podcast, we are focusing on creativity with multimedia from the student perspective. So similar to my experience recently with Pear Deck and showing my own creativity with the tool, my students have blown me away the last few days, showing their creativity as they've been learning about organism interactions in different ecosystems. Um, something as simple as I was making my students be prairie dogs, for one example, and they had a hawk flying overhead. And the next prompt was to either add text or to create a drawing of what their first instinct would be in order to survive. And I expected students to put text boxes saying to run away, to hide in their burrow. And as soon as I clicked show response, I was amazed to see that my students were drawing these intricate diagrams where they were alerting their fellow prairie dogs to jump into their burrows. One was sacrificing themselves to the hawk to save their prairie dog friends. And it was just really cool to see their thinking, especially from students who are typically very timid and shy in the classroom and to have them show that creativity. So what have you guys experienced so far with Pear Deck from the student side? Uh, yeah, I totally agree. I think Pear Deck offers its um, sort of another way for students to show their learning. Um, traditionally, I've done a lot of um, sort of writing to show what you know. So after we read a story, students might you know, write out a summary or write out the elements of fiction. And um, I've been using Pear Deck. They have a pre-built template. It's like a story arc. And students have really enjoyed being able to add information to that instead of just the straight writing that I would typically do. So I think it's a great way for students to 
have another way of sort of showing their knowledge that's just different than the typical paper-based activity that I might have done previously. So Pear Deck has a really nice, um, just a nice way, nice opportunity to let students show their learning that way. I haven't had a chance to use it yet, but this week I'm planning on using Pear Deck for a part of a math lesson. I've had some difficulty having students show their work. So I'm really excited about the draw feature to see what they come up with and how they do with it. Yeah, actually, um, Mariah, I know you've used uh, Jamboard before and what Darcy was saying about the draw feature in Pear Deck kind of reminded me of some of the features in uh, Jamboard. So do you see any sort of similarities between the two of them or sort of any application of Jamboard in your classroom? I've actually been using Jamboard a lot. I've used it for showing work in math and that's that's been pretty good with the kids. I've also used it for just some fun activities and some collaborative activities. One of the coolest features with Jamboard is you can have all the kids interact with the same Jamboard at the same time so they can collaborate and come up with ideas, share ideas together. It's also like Darcy had said for Pear Deck, it is anonymous when you show it. So the kids can kind of put their thoughts out there and once they are once they've added their content, they can't see who it is anymore. So they're allowed to be creative and still be anonymous, maybe getting those kids that are quieter to share their creativity a little bit more. Oh yeah, that's awesome. I've been dabbling a little bit with Jamboard, but I'm still kind of a newbie, but I did have some success with it this week. We were doing this collaborative activity for to sort of analyze a character in the story that we were reading. And I really liked that Jamboard enabled the collaboration. I had us in groups sort of editing the same board, but then it also enabled them to add the pictures and the draw feature to represent different parts of the character in ways other than just straight writing. So um, I like that, that piece of Jamboard as well. And it just reminds me a bit of Pear Deck. So Darcy, if you haven't tried it, it might be something some another way, another cool thing for your students to show their creativity. Yeah, absolutely. I love from just hearing your guys' experience with it so far and just imagining like if my students are already looking for opportunities to draw out their thinking, just the possibilities that are out there. And kind of on a similar note, Padlet was also totally new to me up until we did our group project on Adobe. Um, so that was really cool to see that you could also collaborate in that space and pull together different resources to demonstrate your thinking and your findings on a new topic. One of the kids' favorite features on Padlet is you can add GIFs. So they like to add those and show what they're thinking and they can comment on each other's posts so they can collaborate that way. That's been really cool to do as like a fun warm-up activity and get to know you activities with the kids. Something that I'm just noticing in our conversation is sort of the choice that comes with all of these different options we have the Pear Deck, we have Padlet, we have Jamboard, and I feel like it's nice as teachers to have choice, but it's also really helping me with my students because now I can give them so many different options to show their thinking, whether it's on the Jamboard or whether they, you know, make a video or they do a podcast. It's just great that there's so many different ways out there that kids can learn and show what they know and sort of, you know, be creative. Yeah, and at the same time, when they take those tools and kind of just run with them, like I've learned so many new ways, like I didn't know that was an option. I didn't know that was even something possible that you could do. So I'm also learning things from my seventh graders at the same time and figuring out ways that I could change around what I'm doing to make it more interactive for them, make it more engaging for them. 
and a worthwhile experience for everyone involved. I also think choice is really important, especially with middle schoolers. Um, they don't always like to be told what to do. So giving them a little bit of choice is definitely a great way to keep them engaged and allow them to show off that creativity. Yeah, I totally agree. Choice is very important. Has been Teachers in the Middle with Maggie, Darcy, and Mariah. <laughs>